just a little disclaimer before this episode um we'd just like to say that we're recording this the day after we've heard about the roe v wade um being overturned um and we just would like to say that when we talk when we say that we don't care about american politics we are strictly talking about the politics that are mentioned in this book and this book book alone in a fictional sense we are both um very upset and our hearts break for american women today Hello everybody and welcome to Letterbox Book Club. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Claire. And today we will be discussing Red, White and Royal Blue by Casey McQuiston, which was their first book. And it is being turned into a film. Yes, I heard about that. We've seen the TikToks, or the TikTok, the important one with the actors who are going to play Alex and Henry. I have no idea who their names are, unfortunately, but... I know the guy playing Alex was in The Kissing Booth 2. Okay. Yes, he was very good in it. I don't think I've seen The Kissing Booth 2. I've seen the first one, probably against my will, but... There's three of them. I know there's two too many. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, um, what happens when America's first son falls in love with the Prince of Wales? Alex Claremont Diaz is handsome, charismatic, a genius, pure millennial marketing gold for the White House ever since his mother first became president of the United States. There's only one problem. When the tabloids get hold of a photo involving an altercation between Alex and Prince Henry, US slash British relations take a turn for the worse. Heads of family and state devise a plan for damage control, stage a truce, but what begins as a fake Instagrammable friendship grows deeper and more dangerous than either Alex or Henry could have imagined. Soon they are hurtling into a secret romance that could derail the presidential campaign and upend two nations. Is that it? I have a bit more. What, what, you have a different book than me, again. Yours wait, is different. show your book. Show your... Oh, wait, sorry, i got to take... Yeah, yours is a bit different to mine. Oh, shit, I can't... You can't see it because of... I'll send a photo. But yeah, I have a little bit more blurb. It's. It raises the question, can love save the world after all? Where do we find the courage and the power to be the people we were meant to be? And how can we learn to let our true colours shine through? What? Did you get yours from Target? Yeah, you were with me. I got mine from Target. <laughs> I don't. Wait. I don't even know, dude. I'm sending you the back. Why does this always happen to us? <laughs> That's all right. It's no big deal. One of us has the newly edited version. Yeah, mine's so different. I, d- I don't know how that happened. Let me. I send you a pic. The front's the same, but I think the back's different. Hang on. Yeah. Yeah, they're even in different spots. How do we get? <laughs> this always happens. <laughs> Started off with your bougie hardboard cover, hardcover of, yeah. Hello. They both die at the end. <laughs> your yeah, yours is much smaller. Blurb at the back. Yeah, look, dude. I don't know. This is why they they should only be published. There should be specific details on how a book should be published, and it should be the same everywhere <laughs> to avoid this oh, issue. Alrighty, Kenzie. We digress. Moving on. I'm so upset by this. <laughs> it's ruined your day. It's fine. Well, other than this now heartbreak, thoughts, feelings, emotions, Kenzie? Um, I want to stay objective, but I haven't read a few things where, like, it can, like, this book can come across as a bit fanficy in that, like, meet cute sort of thing, like, and every interaction is, like, very meaningful. And, like, they fall in love very fast. Um, and it's all, like, rainbows and sunshines and happiness. Um, so, yeah. My feelings are that it's a great book. It's an easy read. I loved it. It's great representation. Um, I loved all the themes and the... Could have done without some of the politics because I just don't care about... Po- Actually, right now in this moment, I care about politics. But in terms of these politics, I don't care about these fictional politics. I digress. <laughs> but yeah, that's all. I liked it. It was a good, fun read. I'm happy for them. Yeah, I agree with you almost a little bit too because, yeah, I thought it was a little bit too fanficy as well. Yeah. Um, but that's alright. I loved it. Uh, yeah, easy read as well. I could have done with a little bit less politics. Given from the blurb and everything, I was expecting more of the um, actual social media faking the friendship more than yeah. the presidential campaign kind of taking over. And of course, we're going to talk about probably that later. But yeah, it just I just seemed a little bit misled in that regard. And yeah, I agree. They fell in love a little bit too quickly. Um, yeah. But we'll talk about that later on. Um, but I still loved it. Yeah, it was a great read. I was laughing, smiling, crying. Well, not crying, but like, <laughs> yeah, it was great. Do you have any points to talk about first, Kenzie? Yes. Hang on. 
I have a bit of a qualm early on, though, actually. Yes, go on. So, just throughout the beginning of the book, it is emphasised also in the blurb and in the first, I guess, <clears throat> few chapters. Even though this is written in, like, third point of view, it is very much Alex's point of view as well and all his feelings and and uh, how he sees the world. Yes. Um, but early on, it was yeah, heavily emphasised, like, oh, Henry and Alex are arch nemesis or nemesis. I know, or and then, like, the fact that they were, like, arch nemesis... And then it's like, I mean, they just disliked each other. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it, especially on Alex, oh, oh Henry is um, pretentious. Henry's this blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting here like, dude, it just sounds like you're obsessed with him because we don't know what Henry has done or he, we don't even know him. And why yeah. am I meant to believe everything you say as well? Yeah. So Alex early on, I disliked him just because he came across as that, like, you know, arrogant, like, oh, I hate this guy, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, oh, we don't even, haven't even met this guy. That there would be, like, more, like, something that had happened between them mm. for them to be like, we hate each other, like, we're arch nemesis. And it's just like, nah, he's just, like, in love with him and doesn't want to admit it. It was, it was like, at the Olympics, uh, Alex said that Henry pretty much dogged him. Like, they, yes. he introduced himself and Alex was like, go away. Or, like, yes. lead them away or something. And I'm like, yeah, look, that's a bit fair to hold a grudge, but it's not something to be nuts and nemesis over, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. And the whole uh, who pushed who into the cake, almost, like, whose fault it was, like, it just seemed yeah. a bit of a reach, in my opinion. I know, and then that was one thing that I had a qualm with, I guess, like, Surely, I don't know, like, one of them could have thrown a drink on each other or, like, they could have gotten to some fisticuffs. Like, not that I'm condoning violence, but, like, why did it have to be that they fell into the $75,000 wedding cake? Because in what universe does that happen? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Alex just seemed too arrogant and pretentious, and Henry even said to him, I think, uh, when they were in England almost, like, oh, you're, you're obsessed with me. Or even at at the wedding, he's like, dude, you're approaching me, you're saying the shit about me, you're obsessed with me. And I'm like, yeah, it's a bit yeah. of a reach. It was irritating me, honestly. But it had to get the ball rolling, I guess, so I, I yeah. saw past it. And I just think, yeah, and I thought the whole book was going to be about their, the three-day trip because I thought it was going to be one of those, like, sure, it was three days, but, you know, for them, it took the time to kind of fall in love with each other. Yeah. Um, and that's what I thought was going to happen. It's going to be more of an organic falling in love, not of a pining. And not that they've been in love with each other for years and years. Yeah, it's a pining under the guise of, yeah, dislike. And it's like, I feel like the dislikeness didn't have any weight to begin with. But Yeah. I think also just to preface as well with this, like, I feel like, again, for a small book, there's a lot of plot. Like, there's a lot of going back and forth, going to different events going to like these political things so I'm going to try and talk about like plot points and stuff but I'm just going to talk about sort of separately like what happens and then how I feel about it okay instead of going by like this happened and then this happened and then this happened I did want to touch on first because it's clear in my mind about June and Nora oh I shift them so hard I shift them but I was like is this baiting like yeah um I don't think it's I don't know. I didn't really think of it as baiting. I was kind of rooting for them to get. To yeah, no, and like I would have yeah wanted to explore that more. And then just because like the way like she obviously didn't outright reject Pez, no, but like she obviously wasn't entertaining it. And I was like, well, I, I think she's yeah canonically by. It was implied um, when Henry they all went to the club together and like they all her Pez and Nora stayed in the one room and like Nora had lipstick yeah. at the back of her neck and that was implied. Yeah, yeah and I'm just like threesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Threesome. Yeah, yeah. There was that one which is like great for them. Love that for you. Wish I could live my life like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was that yeah thing where I think after like the scandal came out when they like he. Alex woke up and June and Nora were like asleep and like June's fingers were like in Nora's hair or something. Yeah, and I was like, it's so just cute. say that they like each other. Like one scandal after another. Yeah, I guess, but it's more like show don't tell kind of stuff. Like maybe, or maybe it's the next book, <gasps> the Nora June story. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, look, I thought that was really cute though. Yeah, but it just goes to show how close they all really are with each other as well. Because, like, she even, Nora even jokingly calls um, Ellen, like, stepmom or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked them to to have some sort of, perhaps, relationship or even a talk. Even if one rejects the other, like, that would have been so cool. Yeah, but at least, yeah, bring that to the light. I, I shipped it, but it wasn't enough to, I wouldn't have thought it was baiting, no, um, personally. 
However, if, however, if they were the ones having like a fake relationship, then probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're the really having a secret relationship. They're kept from yeah. everyone. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the email leak. Yes. Or the outing. First of all, when they were in the car, I was just like, windscreen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they were yeah, swapping cars and they have a little bit of a make out. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it would be very tinted though. Yeah. But not enough. Not enough. <laughs> the outing. Look, as soon as they switched correspondence from text to emails, I'm like, this is going to bite them in the ass. And also, okay, yeah, I want to talk about that separately. But the, oh no, 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 I didn't. Anyway, um, when yeah, they mentioned again, like I love this new, I love Chekhov's guns. Yeah. Um, as soon as he mentioned, like, oh yeah, like it's a private like email server, and I was like, why wouldn't you? Because this is a modern book, like it's set in the modern times. It's set now-ish like i assume that you would know about vpn scramblers mm. so like one why wouldn't you do that create a fake email account mm. under a fake name and then both use that yeah <laughs> instead of using the presidential like private email. government server email yeah. and henry was using his own like royal email too oh these guys are idiots yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah and, like, surely Henry's emails themselves would have extra surveillance on them anyway. Yeah. I would, I would have thought. And then because I thought that, like, it would just be, you know, or, like, some surveillance footage could come out of them or something at, like, one of the hotels or the clubs, like, kissing, instead of, like, oh, no, let's release their entire emails. Like, it was a lot. <laughs> I think in the book, yeah, they, like, it, it, Luna revealed the whole, like, oh, he they were su- surveying both of them, but, like, they couldn't really get much because they were actually quite good at hiding it, I yeah. guess. But, yeah, they just had to do the email thing. Yeah, look, I don't know. Just the whole outing as well seems to be, like, a pretty significant theme, well, significant moment in this book as well. In this day and age, you know, people are hounding celebrities for what their sexualities are yeah. and or, like, projecting or, like, just giving them the title of a sexuality that don't necessarily... Um, know of kind of like Sean Mendes he gets bullied a lot online because like because everyone's like oh he's gay he's gay he's gay and it's like just leave the guy alone yeah but yeah and also there was a a case like in Australia like a couple weeks ago with Rebel Wilson like she was outed by I forget which Australian newspaper but she yeah. was like blackmailed to out herself or they were going to do it for her and it's like I think it was like do you know um Nikki Tutorials uh yes I know obviously. yeah she was threatened that she was going to be outed as trans, so she had to come out as trans herself. Yeah, and, like, they blackmail them as if they're doing them a favour. It's like, this is going to help yeah. you, or else I'm just going to reveal it all for you, which is, yeah. So the whole that whole process in this book in particular was a, the most shittiest thing the opposing candidate could ever do. But yeah. unfortunately, it's being, like, a, a public figure like that, like, when you're competing, I guess, in... Public figures try and tear each other down, I guess, all the time, probably. So it's a shame that they have to use that that sort of personal knowledge against them. Not that it's any of their business. But then it backfired anyway, so. So it's tug a dick. <laughs> oh, I was also going to say in my thoughts, feelings, emotions, that this book really did toe the line between, like, fiction and reality because there were so many real, like, I suppose it is a fictional book set in a real modern world. world. Because, like, even Henry's last name was, like, Windsor. And, like, who's our current queen's last name? It's Windsor. And it's, yeah, like, and they use, like, Philip. Philip and Beatrice, yeah. And I'm like, Ugh, oh, no. And, like, yeah, there was just so many references to, like, current day stuff. It really blurred the line, so. I did enjoy how Casey's just like, you know what? Trump doesn't exist. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Alex's mum won. <laughs> yeah. Um, and no pandemic either. No panini. Yeah, no pandemic. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, it really did toe the line, which was great. Or I don't know. I don't know if I felt weird about it or if it was just great, but I don't know. I suppose it's kind of the same with One Last Time, like, or One Last Stop, sorry, because like it was, obviously it was fictional because it was more science and like whatever, future stuff, but it did have like uh, musical references and all that stuff from our actual real life time period. Yeah. So. I like, yeah, books like modern romances yeah that reference current events only the good things <laughs> but yep the emails 
it was always going to happen. I wasn't expecting it to be like Raphael, Luna, or whoever he was to kind of do it. But I think he was severely blackmailed into it. Yeah, he was severely blackmailed. But yeah, um, the poor guys. And it just goes to show there's a standard that the public figures have to uphold in order mm-hmm. to protect themselves and their sanctity and all that type of stuff. Did you think when the leak happened, I audibly out loud was like, oh no, because the leak happened and then they had mentioned that Nora hadn't left her apartment? Yeah. And I was like, I thought that it was Nora who leaked. I was like, oh my God, like she didn't want to like be the scapegoat, like all this um, stuff. Like I didn't think it was her for I thought she was going to have, like, a little, maybe, I don't know why I thought she would have had a little depressive state, but um, she seems like a very pragmatic pragmatic person, so I thought she was onto onto something and needed to not be disturbed, obviously. But, yeah, I didn't think she did it. If anything, I thought June probably would have, because... Oh! (laughs) Oops, I I love June, though. Um, Because early on in the book, their mum... Because June is trying so hard to protect Alex from becoming, like, mm, I don't know how to describe, but just, like, a hard-working, like, work-focused, orientated politician like his mother. And, like, obviously their relationship is with their mother is pretty good, but it can also be pretty uh, shit because she has to prioritise, you know, the, the country above her children almost. And yeah. June's just trying to protect him from becoming type of that like that and so I don't know and I think yeah that comes through really strongly strongly towards the end when she's like you you don't have to do this like you don't have to go down the same like the politician's path or whatever yeah and so but yeah early on uh their mum offered them jobs as part of the presidential campaign campaign. and June's like no because this is gonna fuck with my future roles as a journalist because who would want like a first daughter or something you know to write for them I think though like fair I agreed with her but also like you you are like the first daughter already like even if you do or do not take this role on the campaign you still have that title and that name like I feel like this book just makes it seem like these young kids are doing more in the political scape than we actually than what they actually are in the real world. Like I really don't think the say for example the Obama children are out making speeches left right and center unless they mm. really unless it's a cause perhaps that they're actually passionate about. Like you don't see, you know, bar Trump's kids because they're actually full-fledged adults, like 30-year-olds and all that type of stuff. But like yeah, you don't see like the younger children like stepping in making speeches for delegates and all that type of stuff so i feel like yeah but yeah anyway my point is um <laughs> long circle <laughs> long circle uh yeah i just thought maybe it could have been just like a like a harsh lesson to learn type of thing but mm-hmm. lucky that wasn't what came about because june seems like yeah, a very open person herself but yeah i initially thought it was june i even initially thought it was uh his dad oscar that would have done it because oh. he came out to him on the family vacation just before this the shit show fell into place yeah, so. True. so i was like oh and he's wanting to do he he would probably try and weasel his way back into ellen's campaign because that's what he wanted yeah. to do i couldn't like catch the vibes of the ta- dad yeah i was like is he like meant to be bad is he not meant to be bad like and i think he was just kind of made that way because it's like oh well we have to have like conflict conflict yeah like there are a few things where i was like we can do without this like <laughs> yeah like the useless fighting at christmas was where ellen and him were fighting about oh, oh yeah. i don't i don't need you to win a campaign and he's like yes you do and it's yeah. like well she won without you the first time you have hold no merit to this right yeah. now <laughs> like yeah and then obviously that disrupts june and um and alex's vibe with the family for a moment I just want to say, as I said earlier about how Henry and Alex are arch, arch, quote-unquote arch nemesis, yeah. when really they, they're not, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, they're not. The whole guise of, yeah, like, showing the world that they're fake best friends, yeah, it was really overshadowed. Not a lot of it happened. I think we only saw, like, one Instagram post when they were out in the cafe and it's like, oh, bromance. Like, that's the one article that came of it. And it's like, I thought the whole point of this book was for them to, like, have thousands of articles about them hanging out which never really happened and I also felt like because he was in the guise of Alex was in the guise of being the fake best friend whatever and then he gives Henry his number I felt like that moment or storyline aspect was very weak because it's like you don't seem like good friends or you would make good friends anyway so like why would you give him your number to then spiel your whole entire life story 
I know exactly. Like, yeah. So yeah, it just <laughs> I get very fanficy. Like it has to happen. I don't know. I don't even know if that made sense. I just like I look at a at an area and I just like talk nonsense. I don't know. No, that's okay. Does make sense? I understood. Yeah, it just it just felt very not organic and very a weak a very weak reason as to give him your phone number. And I like why couldn't again? It feels very construed to give him that number and that. And like, why couldn't it have just been in those like documents that they gave each other? Like, yeah, yeah. like here the numbers. And then also, why do they only have one phone? <laughs> one's yeah. a prince. One's like works is the president's son. Like, surely you would have like your like work phone yeah. and then your, like personal phone. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then because I feel like they could like be talking. Like it could have been like they were talking on their like work phones or whatever. Mm. And then they could have been like, oh, like let like if you want to like get me any reach me anytime. Like this is my actual number. Like once they formed that friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. But yeah, it just seems like very weak sort of reasoning, which annoyed me. But uh, like, don't get me wrong. I loved the relationship once it blossomed. Like it was great. Yeah. But it was just the getting to that point was a bit uh, of a uphill battle for me personally. Yes. I just yeah, I'm going to keep going on and on about it. like yeah, but the uphill battle was just like this fake enemies thing it's like no you're not like yeah we didn't nothing see has happened. him we we didn't see him be an enemy to begin with we only heard the anecdote of what happened at the olympics and it's like all right he ignored you big whoop almost he's a prince he probably has more important people to talk to not gonna lie yeah america just goes to show perhaps americans are so arrogant and think they're they're the most uh, important people in the world in my mind I kept imagining, though, Henry with dark hair and Alex with light hair, so I kept getting really confused, and then I kept <laughs> yeah. getting, yeah, I just kept getting them confused, and I would have to, like, reread certain parts and be like, wait, what, what, what? I would just get, Al- like, just Alex and Henry names confused. Like, I thought, like, yeah, the first son was Henry. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. I kept doing that. I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing with this book as well. It seems like, like, the first children of the presidential family, like, it seems like they are the most important, other important beings other than the politicians themselves, which, if anything, yeah. they should have been just figureheads. Because it's like, oh, Alex, you got to go to this meeting. Oh, June, you got to write the speech. It's like, I've never seen these people so involved or it's I think unheard. because maybe like, maybe it just adds that extra era uh, layer of fiction like you know yeah. but maybe because I th- in our lifetime the only like kids that we saw were like Obama's kids who yeah. were children at the time so weren't really involved and I know that Perhaps. I don't know their names the oldest one has like done a few things now but yeah so in this they're like adults and like maybe yeah I feel like adult children Trump's ill children um I know were sent on things because they're adults yeah but again like is i i don't know any a lot about american politics yeah um, the nitty-gritty but like why does you being the child or the president automatically kind of give you like uh like a leg up in politics you know yeah surely you'd have to have like a degree or a background or something i mean yeah they're working about it on it in college like he like alex was just about to finish like uh oh he's gonna go to college no he's about to finish start i don't know he's about to finish finish yeah a course in government and like yeah it sucked like that does give him a leg up because he you know he it's his networking and his ability to make connections Alrighty, what do you want to talk about next um Let's talk about Henry's ghosting of Alex. Uh, yes, of course. Someone always has to have, like, a really unreasonable reason to ghost or be scared. Oh, he had every reason to be scared. Oh, like, he... Yeah, I understood it. But, like, again, like... And it's so true in real life as well. And it's just one of those things that's, like, so much stuff would just be avoided if you would just communicate. Yeah, oh, this is... <laughs> yeah, look, miscommunication trip, I hate it. Um, yeah, like, so you've been having sex, you've been, like, cuddling, hanging out, having sleepovers, you've now been invited on, like, this vacation. Like, at what point do you not think there's feelings? Yeah. Instead of, like, we're just having fun. He wanted his cake and eat it too, but being, like, that public royal figure, it would would have been a big conversation in the press and all that type of stuff. But, yeah, look, it's the leading, it's almost like the leading on, as it's, I'd say, yeah, it would be almost leading him on. But maybe yeah, he... and then, like, I think, yeah, you have that instead of, like, when they're yelling at each other about it or whatever, you sit down and you have that conversation, like, hey, like, we're having fun or whatever. Like, I know that, like, feelings are going to get involved. Obviously, I'm in a very different position to you. Like, we're obviously in very, like, tight, like, 
different aspects of life, I guess. Different aspects of life, but like different situations where like yeah. coming out as like the president's son versus the Prince of Wales. Because at the end of the day, the president can be replaced and he, exactly. would, he could then become a nobody. Exactly. And so you sit down and say, and you could be like, look, I do have those feelings for you, but at the moment I can't come out. Like I need you to be happy with continuing as we are. Like, yeah. Or we step um, away. Would have been, must have been, yeah, it was a very tricky and difficult situation because, like, yeah, it's not like they can just scoop up and run away and just live happily ever after. Like, there are consequences and procedures and protocols and, yeah, look, perhaps Henry, yeah, should have just been honest from the get-go. Oh, not from the get-go, but once, I suppose, once you're invited to family vacation, I feel like it's a pretty big deal. (laughs) Yeah. It's a pretty big deal. It's a bit more different than just fucking in a closet at Wimbledon yeah um and the stables again yeah would have easily been rectified with a honest conversation also as soon as someone starts calling me sweetheart or love like (laughs) yeah I mean you're gone (laughs) yeah I'm gone like may as as well be married (laughs) yeah weird way to propose but yes (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um mm. Maybe it's like an adventurous side that Alex brings out in him and he's just yeah. like, he's getting too caught up. He, th- perhaps it's in a, a little honey, like a lovey-dovey bubble and yeah. like, you know, it, it, it had yeah, to I burst. I understand, who was I? I think I was having this conversation with you actually. Yeah, like I do understand when you're in a con- like a very vulnerable position with someone in like a sensual sexual time, like you can like just be in those feelings and be like, I want to sure. say I love you like straight away. Sure. So yeah. like, I get it, but yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a hormone thing as well, as we've said before. Uh, we've talked about privately and stuff. Perhaps it's it was the first time like Alex has ever felt free, and mm. oh Henry, sorry Henry. See, I'm getting mixed up now. I'm I know it's Henry, but like saying it's Alex. Well, I think both of them is like obviously they are in very different situations. Yeah. But like, even Alex, because I feel like yeah, some of his relationships as well would have been like press relationships. Mm. And then, like, yeah, when he talks about how he used to mess around with Liam and he's like, oh, like, that didn't mean anything. And then he looks back and he's like, oh, actually, like, it did. And he's, like, he's, mm. he's like thinking about, like, if he had just accepted it or, like, knew about yeah. it. Yeah, having his little sexuality crisis. Yeah, I love that. Sorry, I just came up with a point, though. Um, why? <sighs> See, I need to be careful about what I say. So, <laughs> Ooh, I'm scared. Like, this is so I think Casey McQuiston only has two books so far. This one and one last stop. And one of the main characters has been bi and not completely like gay or queer, which is fine. But like why can't you just let Alex be gay as well? Why does he have to be bi? I mean it's a good question, I guess. Yeah, and same with August with June. Like she's like, Oh, I'm bi actually. It's a good question. I don't have an answer for you. Yeah, I mean, honest. I don't care. I'm a bi yeah, yeah. that's you just, fine. But it's just you like, like yeah, that consistency. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was just like the like a dartboard. It's like a list of sexualities and you just throw a dart. It's yeah. like, all right, well, I think maybe be like Because, yeah, Alex hadn't like explored his sexuality. So. Maybe not, yeah. But at least Alex has a moment in this book where he... Not that you really need to have like a sexuality, sexuality crisis in order to yeah. feel validated. But like, yeah, he does go through the motions of, all right, I messed around with Liam. Oh, it was a bit more than what was expected. You know, give him a call, blah, blah, blah. What we did, yes, yeah. was very gay, blah, blah, blah. I love the phone call where Liam's just like, dude, obviously like you're bi or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why are we having this conversation now? It was a little irritating as well. Cause Alex was like, I need someone to tell me what I am. It's like, no dude, that's not how this works. Yeah, like, he's like, I need you to tell me that I'm gay. I was like, you need to come to those conclusions on your own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, or maybe it could be out of spite that they're bi, because in a lot of even current media, like, they'll, they'll be bisexual characters in TV shows, and, like, but they would end up with in a straight uh, uh, or passing relationship type of thing. So maybe this yeah. is just a spite. Well, bi people can still be with the same sex, but, like, it, they're still bi type of thing. Yeah. Um, there's, there's your presumptuous answer. Like, I don't know. Now, and like Liam as well, just at the end where he pops up, it's like, I don't care that you've popped up to support him. Like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, I know at the end. <laughs> as if he was just some important revelation at the end. It's like, no, dude, <laughs> you had one conversation. You had one conversation and you touched his dick maybe a handful of times. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But no, nah, it's good because I'm sure some, like this book would have given people comfort 
in that type of way with the with a crisis because yeah i'm sure a lot of people would have gone through the motions it i think it's good in that yeah it, it depicts i know it's fictional but it depicts two very prominent like icons of like country representation mm. um it's a big statement yeah being being gay being bi and like it's essentially okay in the end yeah yeah, and that's what I was going to say before before you asked that question. Um, back to the miscommunication trip real, real quick. Sorry if it's all, like, mumble-jumble. This is just how we talk. Like, we tried to be as structured as we can. Now it's just flown out the window. Who cares? <laughs> because we always, like, some things will remind us of other things and then we're going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Um, I suppose back to, yeah, Henry ghosting him real quick. It, it's always going to get to get to that um, climactic point where it's like, all right, Henry's just going to ghost him because as a royal he's a royal for life it was always going to be he's always going to be royal no matter what and it was always gonna be like I, a tragic backfire yeah i really thought and they did bring it up that he would abdicate abdicate yeah and see that's another thing like it it's it um it toes the line between reality like fiction and non-fiction because i'm pretty sure like queen elizabeth's uncle he was king and he abdicated because he was literally in correspondence with nazis and that was brought up in this book so it's like tossing up the real and not real and that was how who one of the presidents became presidents or whatever or something because he wanted to marry someone else Mm. something or other and so then they gave it up and obviously this book gives like yeah a non-traditional stance on well not traditional but it is it's it's flipped this reality because you got immigrated folks as president and like first family which is fine and like yeah divorced and you know still in good relatively good communications with an ex who is also like what running for like senate or governor or whatever the hell he's doing i don't even know yeah and like yeah it's a very yeah very millennial flip on what's happening and i also think henry's i think this is there's still issues within the book but this feels very much like uh a dream reality if you will <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't, don't bring shifting into this <laughs> um yeah look yeah it's a very millennial left wing flip on today's world for sure yes in an ideal world this is what the world would be. not that there's anything wrong with it but like yeah it just, it does seem like a good, too good to be true type of thing, but oh well. Yes. Um, because yeah, like it comes out that they're gay and they've been caught and they're kissing or whatever. And then yeah, sure, like there's a little bit of like damage control. And then the queen's just like, this is not okay. And then they're just like, yes, it is. And she's like, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not much of a fight there. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, there's like all the rallies and stuff. Yeah. That was so um, cool though. And yeah. And like the mural. Yeah, that was beautiful. And then in the end, it's just like, yeah, like, I'm your first son or whatever, um, and I'm, like, bi or I'm gay or whatever, and everyone's like, okay, chill. <laughs> like, yeah, and I just want to say really quick, yeah, I just love that, like, it's all supportive and stuff, because obviously it's going to be a supportive book, but, yeah, it could also inspire the young folks reading reading the book as well, like, if they ever want to get in politics and all that, like, it's okay, and, like, yeah, you have your rights and the people are behind you but i was gonna say before just henry's whole relationship with his family kind of it's i think it mirrors the harry megan situation almost as well like currently because um philip i feel like is will-esque and it's like he's very well trained in the royal line of duty and like very proper and Mm -hmm. you know takes his role very seriously and then although even though henry you know does as well but like you know he's flying recklessly back and forth to these like clubs and events and hangouts and stuff and um i think when harry was younger and he also was a he's reckless. Yeah, in this gap year thing yeah um he's finding himself yeah it just gave me like yeah harry harry megan vibes just the whole like i'm doing something different and they don't like it but obviously the harry megan shit is still kind of ongoing i don't think it'll ever end but Obviously, it was a lovely conclusion, even if it was like, an, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine had to bright, uh, blackmail the Queen in order to for it to be okay. And he had to get his family portrait. Oh, so funny. Philip would have been seething. And just Philip awkwardly being like, well, if you need me to help, let me know. It's yeah, like, it's you, don't do, do. you don't do a 360 like that. Come on. Yeah. Glad it was a, a lovely sort of resolution. Ultimately, he was always gonna 
Henry was always going to kind of prioritise the royal life and he was willing to do whatever he needed to do in order to keep himself and private. And I think that's honourable. Like, I think, but again, like, there's lots of stuff like discourse and stories that talk about, like, honour above love or whatever. Yeah. If it holds you back on being who you are or who you want to be, like, you shouldn't have to sacrifice it. Ultimately, love <laughs> love wins, iwu. <laughs> iwu. <laughs> Um, why don't we talk about Henry and Alex's relationship yes, real quick, I guess. Not that I have any, like, outstanding points, but, like, they do like to live dangerous and recklessly by fucking I in the most actually... public places. Yeah, again, like, we spoke about this privately, um, but I liked the details that we did get because I feel like in this type of book as well there could be, like, a lot of fade to blacks and just not show what mm. was happening. And, again, like, I could have gone, like, a little bit more details because I feel like there's lots of um, logistics. But, yeah, um, but that's fine. But, yeah, as I was saying, it's more like a fade to grey. <laughs> yeah, a fade to royal blue, as I said. Yeah, like, we got, like, some stuff and we got some descriptions and we got some things and then it was just, like... Afterward. I, uh, afterwards, or, like, yeah, like... There's one quote or something like saying like when we'd both like breathed like God's name a hundred times or whatever, like it felt like the room was consecrated. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it could have been an artistic kind of decision for Casey because, you know, perhaps she feels like she doesn't, not that she doesn't have a right to write um, like a gay sex scene in detail, but maybe, oh... Well, maybe it's just the tone of the book. Like the tone of the book, it swears, but it's not too smutty. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe she. Maybe it's just the the decision, the direction she didn't want to take, which is fine. I quite liked yeah. it. Just the afterward is like ah. But also speaking of like that type of pacing, like it did feel it was nice and concise when it kind of got to the point of every event. Like all right, now yeah. they're at the club. Now they're, I don't know, in the back seat. Now Henry's on the or Alex is on the plane. Blah blah blah. Like I liked yeah. that concise timeline. Oh, I loved Alex like frantically like getting on the plane like um. R- running to henry or whatever and like when june or whoever that text him is like i heard you're on your way to london like blah 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 yeah just like it gives off that little like romantic montage yes alex got away a lot with you know against the royal family almost because like they should have had his head with the amount of shit he said and, and his actions surprised he didn't yeah wind up with a head on a pike yes um but again i guess it's, it's all in the name of fiction and good storytelling at the New Year's party, this is that's when um, Henry kisses Alex for the first time, oh, yes. and, and then, then Alex, runs yeah, runs away, and then Alex has his sexual crisis, yes, um, awakening crisis. Yeah, I found like because I don't think even reading it, I don't think there was that huge inclination where I thought, oh, Henry likes him at all. So I was a little bit like the kiss yeah, kind of came out of like, nowhere. Oh, mate, like he's like obviously like he's gay or whatever like he's drunk like he's in his emotions like he's just like he's like shut up and yeah you're being irritating like i kind of like that trope when we've when we've legitimately seen two characters be shit to each other i like it then but because i haven't seen these two actually you know you know done anything like kind of trying to get a one-up on each other it's like i i thought it was a little bit rushed but then again this is casey's what first book did did we say Uh like not that like I'm a super critique but like I don't know they're just these are just thoughts I guess I can't wait for someone to make a podcast about our books and bring all this up <laughs> <laughs> hey we're going anonymous all right <laughs> this is true we're going anonymous um <laughs> not gonna stop people doing podcasts Claire <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah these guys quite promiscuous with each other in public places it was really funny when they went to Wimbledon and yeah, they just had a, had a cookie in a closet and where else did they have cookies like the stables yeah They're just two horny teenagers oh that's what I was gonna say before maybe she didn't do explicit kind of sex scenes because like uh Alex is only 21 and Henry's 23 which is still relatively young but like I don't know maybe didn't want to do it because of that I think also like we don't know what the editing process was so maybe perhaps that she did and they're just like the world is not ready <laughs> speaking of editing real quick we have to talk about there's gonna be a reprint of the book because of oh, like yeah. harry potter references and i yes. don't know if it's because casey or because it might they might get in trouble or it could be no, like a i think it's because jk rowling is a turf and a piece of shit oh fair enough that, f- f- and all right casey is a non-binary yep person okay, okay yeah very, very fair 
but yeah. I feel like I only saw like three references by the sounds yeah. of it. I thought there was a lot more than that, but like, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't think I'm going to see lot. if I can find the differences. Oh, I saw one on TikTok before. Some chick did a video. It was the one where it's like, you're Draco obsessed and it's somebody else obsessed. But yeah. Yeah, you're Draco um, Malfoy level obsessed. Yeah, I thought there was going to be... <laughs> and then like, Ramus Lupin is gay as hell or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw that TikTok before I read the book and I was like, mm. huh, so am I going to be expecting to see a shit ton of Harry Potter references? But lucky, yeah, it was only like three instances. And oh, here we go. In one photo, like, um, blah, 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 sorry, in the book, Henry sends... Um, a photo of his dog, and it's wearing a Slytherin scarf. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Draco Malfoy level obsessed. I don't give a damn what Joanne has to say. Ramus John Lupin is gay as the day is long. Um, two references to Alex having a warning copy of Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, uh, I must have missed that. I did a lot of skimming, yeah. I'm not going to lie. So now, Oops. The, instead of the Slytherin scarf, the dog is now wearing a Starfleet uniform, and the banter is about... About being able to like both Star Trek and Star Wars. That's a complete switch. Oh no, not really complete yeah. switch. Now calls him Joker level obsessed instead of Joker Malfoy. Um, and insisting that Bram Stoker was gay as the day is long and that Stoker's Dracula is essentially a work of queer erotica. Um, and now on the plane, Alex is trying and failing to read The Lightning Thief. It's still like a handful of references that hold almost no weight. Like I've forgotten about like the Ravis Loop and Gay One or even like the Slytherin scarf. Mm. Like that's how very little I paid attention to those sort of details. But to be fair, JK Rowling, she should have just got her check and kept her mouth shut, but no. <laughs> no, but it's not about it's about people being angry because yeah, yeah. this is a queer book and yeah, 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 Rowling is a piece of shit. I know, I know, but yeah, my, my statement just before was in regards to her just like she shouldn't have she shouldn't have run her mouth being transphobic oh, yeah, and yeah, all that yeah, yeah, yeah. she should have yeah. just made her bread got her money harry potter money and just like dipped yeah there's also a tweet that says someone whose job involves into as someone whose job involves interacting with reprints correction for books i'll tell you this this is actually becoming very common dropping harry potter references yeah so maybe there's more that we're just not being told about or maybe you don't make those types of references to begin with i don't know yeah <laughs> Uh, I guess it's really hard in the modern in a modern time. Like, yeah, you want to reference, like, say, like the high artists of the time, like you know Taylor Swift, Beatles, Queen. Like, you have yeah. to reference them because they're culturally, you know, important to us. I guess. Um, but that is very interesting to know. Yeah, I thought it was going to be more of like an IP thing, intellectual property dispute. But no. yes, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if I saw this on TikTok or Twitter, but. I think it was Hank or John Green. I think it was John Green. He was talking about how he would have to write to artists in order to mention song titles and stuff and lyrics yeah. in his books. So I oh, thought it was yeah. going to be that type of situation. Oh, yeah. Sorry, but then I'm again, a massive booger. It's okay. I was not paying attention to you. <laughs> um, Why not? But yeah, <laughs> Kenzie, <laughs> relax. <laughs> All right. I'll just stare at you right now as I continue to speak. So yeah, I thought it was going to be that sort of issue with um, having to write to J.K. Rowling and then give her some sort <laughs> of like royalties. <laughs> yeah. But no. But yeah, very interesting. And I wonder how, like, if you have to pay, because I know in TV shows that... Oh, it's got, it's got a texture sensory thing, sorry. I know in um TV shows, like, I listen to a podcast about The Office and they've used, like, snippets of songs and it'll be, like, a seven-second snippet and they're like, and that costs $25,000. Yeah. It's insane. You, yeah, you have to go through the proper copyright loopholes. Yeah. Because otherwise then you're, you're, it's the presumption that you're claiming it as your own, as original, Yeah, I guess. So does that mean if the book, if the movie becomes super fucking extravaganza, the best love story, it's going to become the new notebook? I don't know. Does that mean this this copy that we have with the Harry Potter references, are they going to cost... It's going to be worth money. It's yes. going to be It's going to be worth a bit of, bit of dosh. Is this an NFT? Can we NFT this? <laughs> is this a Dogecoin? <laughs> but yeah, nah, it would be very interesting. Would you, all right, question. Would you buy the new copy just for those changes or probably not? Probably not because I know what they are. If I didn't know what they were going to be changed to, I would read them. I would buy it to read it and see what it was. But now that I know what it is, like. Yeah, fair enough. The appeal is gone. So that's interesting. It's funny how it's taken kind of this long too. 
because this book was released in 2019, I believe. So, like, from what I saw, three years. First published in the UK 2022. Oh, 2022. This year, baby. Why did I think it was in... No, Red, White, Royal, Blue, copyright 2019. In my book. Wait. Wait, First published in the US 2021. First published in the UK 2022. Why uh, why does mine say 2019? Because you have a different book to me, Claire. Yeah, but, like, that could have been (laughs) printed in 2020. I'm just going to Google. And see, this is the thing with different publications. Oh yeah, Red, White, and Blue originally pro- published 14th, 14th of May 2019. See, because your, your book is a little bit different. Um, it's, it had to, it was different. It has to be published in the, it has to say the year that it was published, like 2019. Come at me, Kenzie. Come on. Uh, I'm not debating, <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm just saying that mine, <laughs> the first line, first published in the US 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you got a displaced is, but, book but this, is, but this is her first book and yet one last stop was made in 2021 like make that make sense when was red white <laughs> and royal i hate this first released yeah 14th of may 2019 and then this says that one last stop was first of june 2021 yeah we established that well she has another book third of may 2022 Alrighty, first edition, New York, St. Martin's Griffin, 2019. Alright, well, see, that's the thing. Like, why did there have to be multiple different publishing and everything? Yeah, why, why did they reprint why it? Why can't the authors just give every publishing house, like, a description and give them the concept art and all that shit and they just do everything the same? Why does it have to be different? That's my annoyance with learning to navigate this whole sort of book thing now. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> that was a nice Everyone, what does your book say? <laughs> yeah. Um, dislike if you have Kenzie's book. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> um, but yeah. Like if you have a better blurb. <laughs> he has beef with <laughs> Prince. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right, but yeah, ultimately, Henry Alex, cute relationship. Glad it all worked out. Loved him. Their the sweet and delicate moments were so fucking cute and adorable. Like, it was fantastic. Good shit. Good soup. And, yeah. 10 out of 10 would probably... I'm not going to reread because I hardly reread. But, like, I probably would. I don't know. <laughs> um. Also, for everyone wondering, because I know you all are, I also didn't read the blurb for this before I read it. <laughs> we, I think, yeah, you established early, early days. Early, early days, like three months ago. That, um, <laughs> that, yeah, you don't read blurbs. I just like to go in blind. <laughs> and that is very brave and courageous of you. Yeah. I did read the blurbs of the books that I bought the other day, but that's just because I sent them to you. Because you wanted my permission, even though you don't need my permission, you do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy, please. <laughs> I, I, don't ask me or set me to do anything because I'll just enable you. I'm like, yes, Kenzie, do it. Just do it. I don't care. I'll do that too. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, it's hard to discern, like, if is this a serious, like, topic we're talking about? If so, don't do it, but we can talk about it. But, like, alrighty, we had another secret relationship throughout this book, which I'm happy that I guessed it, but, like, it was kind of obvious, perhaps. Um, good old Zara I and Sean. did not guess. <laughs> you didn't get it? No. no. Aw. Why? Who do you think Zara was engaged to? I kept getting her confused with... There was someone who had um, Amy. a trans wife. Yeah, Amy. Amy. I yeah. To be fair, quickly, I thought Amy and Cash kind of came out of nowhere. I still have no idea who they are in I relation in relation in relation to his security team, Alex's security yeah. team. I have no idea. Yeah. So I kept getting. I thought Zara and Amy were the same person for a long time. <laughs> so I thought she was already married. <laughs> There's just so many people. I didn't. I didn't even know Amy was married until the end either. Like, was that the only revelation? Yeah, I think so. I think it was, like, mentioned a couple times, so, yeah. Or then oh, I thought, like, I mean, Zara and Amy were married. Yeah. Like, he ship it anyway? Yeah. Anyway, but, yeah, Zara and Sean. Shan? Sean? Sean? I said I Sean. Know. Yeah, I guess I was happy that I guessed it. As soon as she said, oh, long distance, I'm like, oof. Um, yeah, but also because that means that they would have started, do you think, their relationship, like, the same time as Alex and Henry? Or do you reckon they already knew each other? I reckon they already knew each other. Because they've been in office for three, four years. 
so and they would have probably met because they're pretty oh, much yeah, I guess, like, they're pretty much relations. they're pretty much the kids like yeah the young kids is like <laughs> yeah secret, security security babysitters so like yeah. they would have I love how met... we refer to them as like the like kids but it's like they're our age yeah yeah <laughs> they're they're younger than us can see are they old we are. yeah oh my god I hate this um I don't know how old June is but I know Alex is 21 and Henry is 23 yeah oh yeah but yeah, like the, I back to Zara and Sean. I assume they would have met around the Olympic time when oh, they had that. Yes, that's true. my that's my that's my conspiracy theory. Look and at you. yeah, look at me go. I don't know. They have the same similar work. They're pretty much the same person, just different font. So yeah, that was fun. And like, I just love Zara's character. She is no bullshit. She's like, you will mm. do this, and and it's like I'm not gonna judge you for you know being caught sleeping with Henry, but like you better get the fuck out of here and like you know, cover your own ass type of thing. Like, she's a real hot yeah. ass, and I just loved her attitude. Um, Sean didn't really get much because of the whole him working for Henry, and even though this is a third point of view book, it, it really is what was from Alex's point of view anyway. So it didn't get much of him. I think Alex thought he was cool and had perhaps a little low-key crush on him, perhaps, but I just love the jab where it's like, some of us can keep a relationship a secret. <laughs> and I thought there was going to be more social media involvement Yes. I thought Alex would probably posted more Instagram photos because I saw he only posted one and that was his first night in his rectified weekend getaway for PR. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he just was like anyway, like across the book and we just didn't know you just, about you it. You just assumed he was like posting shit. Yeah. And again, like I assume that they had like first son, first daughter of the United States Instagrams and then they probably had Finsters as well. Probably. Yeah, but still, the blurb is like, they must, through the power of social media, it's like, well, we hardly saw any sort of interaction yeah. with social media. Yeah, it was more just like them getting photographed and it being in the paper. Yeah, and it was only seen once, whereas I thought it would have happened progressively. I thought there was going to be, yeah, like, they hang out a lot, like, articles, like, every week or so came out of them, then it gets more and more progressive, and it's like spins into the rumor oh they've been hanging out too much are they dating yeah but it's like no it just kind of yeah obviously gets leaked out the way it yeah. did but yeah interesting I, I feel misled as i said <laughs> um although i must say shout out honorable mention to like because they became the white house trio <clears throat> and then it just became like oh i forget the title now but it's the six of them june nora henry pez alex and um b beatrice all you know hanging out together becoming yeah. the ultimate international relations treat uh six six people i don't know what to say <laughs> <laughs> get on a roll and then i lose the momentum and i just stumble perhaps we can talk about really quick alex is coming out to his family to his yes. parent parents i like that like his dad i think it's implied that his dad already knew yep and he was fine with it i don't know yeah like I, I don't know. I don't like it when people, like, say, oh, I know, as if, like, it was a puzzle or a mystery to be solved, and it's like, ha, I, I found out or knew about it before you. I don't know if I... I don't like that. Um, or any sort of, like, assumptions made, or, like, I knew it. Yeah, it was always going to be supportive. No, you're right. And, obviously, super glad that his mum was extremely supportive as well. And she didn't go full presidential, like... Yeah, kind of locked down on him at all. It's like yeah. she, it was in that moment she became a mother first. She was like, "All right, hey, feeling. Now let's try and do some damage control." And I thought that was really sweet. And there's a bit of a huge parallel difference between Alex's mum and Henry's family, because obviously Henry's family, although his mum had never been the same since his dad died, um, but like yeah, she was never really there for him until he conf confronted had to confront the queen and all that mm. but like alex's mum tight family from the get-go yeah i like how she didn't immediately go into like okay well we need to do damage control like blah 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 how was the powerpoint presentation though <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> this is actually quite a funny book as well like yes she did what she could do best she did yeah used all the resources yeah i like talking about comedy i've written down like a couple of like cute like romantic quotes that i really liked but like the one where like i don't know they're all in the group chat and then i think june says something and henry's just like bitch um like you took me there or something yeah. and it's so funny because it's like imagine yeah like a print like <laughs> being like bitch what are you talking about yeah and then even alex is like oh my god you broke him yeah yeah again another such a millennial book and i loved it for that reason as well 
Yeah. It's just our humour. Um, I don't know if I'm technically a millennial. I don't I don't even know what the age when range I've... is. Hang on. I think millennials are, like, older than us. Like, 30s. So what are we, then? Are we Gen Z? No, we're in between millennials and Gen Z. <gasps> we're the in-betweeners? <sighs> Interesting. Okay, I love that. For us, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> don't know how I feel about not having a title, but... Alright. Yes, that very stark differences between the two families and how they interact. Um, and initially, I thought something else was going on with Henry because um, other than him probably just trying to hide his sexuality and that stressing him well, out. Well, he had his uh, mental health from his father dying. Yeah, for sure. And I thought he had like anxiety and stuff as well. Obviously, he probably yeah. would have had extreme anxiety as well. Because like yeah. I think in the, one of the first instances where we meet him or something, it's described him taking like I think Sean gives him a pill, and I thought, oh, anxiety, yeah. anxiety medication or something. Yeah. But yeah, Zanny. Yeah, good old Zanny. But yeah, yeah. What if, I don't know. It just it gives good. It gets good conflict, you know. Because yeah, Henry is always gonna choose the royal style. He's gonna <coughs> sacrifice and do his bit until he met Alex, and Alex made him feel free. And that's when he was yeah. like, no, I don't give a shit about protocols. And threatening to abdicate was top tier. Yes, I was just like, but then I was just like, do it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I also felt dumb. I'm like, how is he gonna get out of this? Oh, abdicating is an option. Mm. But yeah, and. He was even stressing out to Alex, like, yeah, if something happens to Philip, like, he's next in line. Yeah, like, like <laughs> if there was, like, a, another child, if he was, like, the youngest, like, he, yeah, he probably could have just, like, gone off, done his own thing. Mm. Interesting, interesting, like, themes and ideals and complications. take on, like, options. Yeah, for sure. That, and, like, pathways that people can take. Yeah. And then he eventually, at the end, he buys an apartment in like brooklyn or something somewhere yeah. and like that's yeah where because they... he'll go over to do like the lgbtq plus yeah that's shelter. right yeah um and i really again i thought the political campaign really kind of overshadowed the love story a little bit too yeah there was some there was a lot of campaigning and stuff and i was just like give me love give me love give me love <laughs> <laughs> give me where's the dialogue i don't care about this yeah and, although i must say the the having texas turn blue that whole like oh um, like scenes <laughs> the whole sequence of events it was very stressful but like we knew it was gonna happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah very stressful and a lot of yeah political like jargon and banter and all that type of stuff again which i don't understand because i i don't i'm not that um involved in like american politics to the next to that extreme which i wonder about casey's research into all this as well it'd be very interesting i would love to see her file <laughs> yeah writing this book I'm trying to get, unless it was, a lot of it was just made up, but just for fun, I low-key shipped B with both June and Nora as well. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> had, a, had a vibe. Yeah. Um, kind of vibe. As far as I'm aware, this is, this is that's, you know, I'm pretty yeah, content with what I said. I've got an hour and 11 minutes on my recording, so. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think we've gone through what we needed to go through. I don't know if there's anything else. Um, maybe quickly, Alex's relationship with that Raphael Luna thing. Like, I personally oh, yeah. thought it was weird to have that sort of kind of... Re uh, I suppose it's more of a mentor relationship, but, like, again, I don't think in real, real... I keep bringing it back to real, real life. I don't think, <laughs> like, the first family, like, son and daughters would have that sort of, like, camaraderie with, like, other politicians, I feel like. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like it's a bit of a stretch. Especially, yeah, as a young person. Yeah, like... Yeah, like, I don't doubt Alex is, like, super smart and, like, obviously he's learning about it in college. And, like, just the balance of everything, I feel like he would have been so fucking exhausted. I know, college is full-time. And yet he's being also, like, a full-time intern for the campaign. Yeah. Like, Jesus. But yeah, I thought that was weird, but, like, I, I kind of had a feeling Luna was going to portray him. Betray him. Oh, also themes. Themes surrounding just, like, blackmail as well. Like, Luna was blackmailed heavily but of course we don't have to go into that too deeply if you know you know but yeah, it's pretty shit but unfortunately i think yeah those things happen a lot in the world in different sort of industries as well yes fortunately i, I think not much we can really do about it i guess they're always going to have people to back them up yeah and, and like i'm glad that casey spoke about it a little bit because it's always good to remember to bring light to these subjects yeah because, yeah, obviously, yeah, those things kind of happen or are happening as we speak with, po like, people in higher power or high-powered authority figures. 
Oh, what a boring, what a depressing way to end it. But again, important, kind of important themes as well, because of on the assumption that this does happen. But glad Luna has made something of himself, and I'm sure he's very happy that he brought down the Richards campaign. And Texas turned blue, which I think, I don't, if I remember, did it actually happen in the recent American Olympics? Probably. I don't know. Olympics election. It may as well be an, Olymp an Olympic spectacle, spectacle, the American presidential campaign. <sighs> but yeah, I think that's everything we wanted to talk about. To end on a positive note, loved the book, despite everything, all the negative stuff we've said about it. But... Yeah, I, I kind of look forward to see what Casey writes next. Um, yeah, I really like her style and I like her dialogue. I like her banter. I like yeah, her characters. I really, yeah, I like her writing style. It's very, like, real life on steroids. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, that's yeah, what I love. It's concise. It's like, all right, we're going to go to England. All right, you're on the plane to England. This is what's happening, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, although I did find Alex quite unlikable in the beginning, but mm. oh well. But that is, like, I think the sign of good writing. Yeah. That you can, like, make the tide turn. Yeah, I suppose. And not every character has to be perfect should or shouldn't strive to perfection at all. Yeah. Well, let us know your thoughts, feelings, and emotions on our socials. Letterbox Book Club TikTok. Letterbox underscore book underscore club on Instagram. And YouTube, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Once you find one, I'm sure you'll be able to find us elsewhere. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. And tune in next week for... Reminders of Him. Reminders of Him. By Colleen Hoover. Again, we're back to the coho bullshit. We love it. The book that destroyed me. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, peace and love always. See you next week. Bye.